Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. You brought it up, so I got to hear your take on this. Were you there that night in New York, the whole Mellow and and, and Kevin Garnett thing? I actually was, and it was really crazy. I remember them kind of going back and forth, and after the game, the Celtics won. And I was one of the first people down near the bus. And, you know, the, I mean, I got down that quick. So none of the players showered in all day. So come down the steps. And I'm like looking and he's near our bus. And he's just like, 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 like something's going on. I'm like, what is going on? The big girls love that. Chicks love the last shot opportunity. Somebody give me a napkin so I can wipe my mouth. Ah. All right, gang, you ready for your Labor Day weekend? It's your favorite podcast, Joseph Pavone, alongside Cedric Maxwell. Another episode of the Cedric Maxwell podcast. And uh, Celtics fans, man, the, the your favorite team delivered some bad news just before the weekend. And, man, Danilo Gallinari, after a second look, it looks like, uh, the Celtics announced that he tore his ACL, which is most likely mm-hmm. going to have him out for the regular season at least. So, uh, Max, what's your reaction to this? I mean, how how um, how bad is this for the Celtics? I mean, obviously it isn't good. Uh, it's one of the top, uh, you know, moves that they made over the summer. And uh, the guy hasn't mm-hmm. even worn a Celtics uniform yet. He got suffered the injury representing uh, Italy in a Euro basket tournament. And uh, now he's out for the year. What's your reaction to this, man? How bad is this? Well, it's it's pretty shocking. It's devastating. I mean, think about the Celtics, you know, one of the things that they were looking for last year, the fact that they wanted somebody who was more of a score, a uh, guy who'd come off the bench and uh, could insulate uh, Tatum and Brown with his ability to knock down trades. And about 6'9", the ability to take it to the post, huge jump shots. Uh, you know, not the best defender, but so many other things, aspects about his game. His toughness something else that I remember the first game he played against Paul Pierce for the rookie uh, with the Knicks and never really backed down. Never seen him back down. Anybody. I was really kind of um, happy and anticipating him coming in and being in the fold and being with those guys on the floor in critical times to stretch the floor to knock down jump shots. Yeah, especially after that press conference. I mean, that's the part that kills me the most. I mean, not only was he looking forward to this, but the guy grew up a Celtics fan. His dad was a huge Celtics fan. You know, it's a it's a, a unique story for for uh, someone like that to to sign with the club. You know, you're towards the tail end of your uh, of your NBA career, and you don't even get to play a game for the for the Celtics, man. It's, uh, it's yeah, it's it's a tough blow when you get older. 
remember, you know, those knees don't bounce back uh, the way they did before. So I, I, I'm not saying this is career ending, but uh, there are going to be some question marks. And this rehab is going to be extremely difficult. But uh, it really gives other guys opportunities, and Brad Stevens might have to go out and maybe pull a card again. You know, for a while, you were saying, uh, you texted me laughing, saying, uh, why don't you go out and get Carmelo? I'm, I'm not sure if he fits the bill with the ability to knock down the front as Gallinari does. That's true. I mean, that's the thing, though. He would be the substitute, right? He's the one you plug in. This isn't a guy that you would say, oh, he's going to put up the same thing that Gallinari is what you expected out of Gallinari. I mean, but he can knock down shots. He is a scorer. He is one of the best scorers this league has seen in the last 15, 20 years, even though he isn't that same player, that same caliber player. To come to Boston and compete for a championship at this point in his career, I mean, I'm sure he'd be willing to sign up. Well, I, I think that, you know, in that case, he probably would. If you bought him in and you're talking about minutes and playing behind Tatum and Brown and bringing his experience, uh, you know, he's always been a tough guy. I've loved that. Uh, but how ironic would be to have him with the fiasco that he had with Kevin Garnett right now. And now bring him to the pole. Uh, you know, I didn't even think about that. Yeah, I mean, even with some of the things that he brings to the table. Uh, you know, I, I, I don't know what his marital situation is in right Anymore, it's a la la basketball. Is that so? That's the circus in this. So, uh, you know, Carmelo comes with his share of baggage. Uh, you know, the fact that he is not the best defender and the Celtics have kept ahead uh, in the last couple of years on the fact that they've been a great. All right, before we continue this conversation, man, you brought it up. So I got to hear your take on this. Were you there that night in New York, the whole Mellow and, and, and Kevin Garnett thing? I actually was, and it was really crazy. I remember them kind of going back and forth. And after the game, the Celtics won. And I was one of the first people down near the bus. And, you know, the, I mean, I got down there quick, so none of the players showered in all day. So coming down the steps, and I'm like looking, and he's near our bus, and he's just like – like, like, like something's going on. I'm like, what is going on? Wait, wait, you mean like he was and, pushing through people? Or he was just oh, no, no, no. Like he, was just, he was just down there near our bus, just standing, just you know, just wobbling back and forth. I'm like, oh, hey, well, you know, what's he doing out here? And then all of a sudden, you hear the commotion and him talking about where's Barnett. So yeah, I happened to be on that page that day, and I got a firsthand view of uh, how hot he was about supposedly what was said. I don't know what was said, but whatever it is, whatever was said, put them over the edge. Allegedly. Yeah. Yeah. We don't have to get into that. What was said. You guys know what was said, viewers. You remember. The viewers don't really don't know. I mean, you, you, people speculate all the time. I mean, it was, you know, like people tell me all the time, you said climb on my back, boys. I never said that. Yeah, but that's the that's the myth though. That's yeah, yeah, that's, that's, that's how I heard it. That's the myth, but that but the actual word was you bitches get on my shoulders and I'm a carry. That was that was with the actual words. Which, Is that what it, verbatim? That's what it was. That, that, that's what I said. Yeah, so, it doesn't have the same. It doesn't have the same ring to it. You know, it's not the same. Oh no, it has <laughs> more. It, it has a more sense of urgency. Than, hey, got, <laughs> yeah, yeah, my back. I got you. I got you. That's fair. That's fair. So I mean, how do you not perform after that? You never 
know, you never know what is said between the players. All you know is what was said got Melo extremely, extremely high. You think he crossed the line if that was said? Is there such thing as crossing the line? I think there is. I mean, you don't talk about people's family. You don't talk about wives. You don't bring in kids. You don't, you don't bring in that. But, uh, you know, during my era, there were a lot of things said. And there were a lot of different people that crossed the line. And uh, it was just acceptable. Whereas now you can't say it. It's like fan behavior. People yeah. can't just say what they want to say back then. But uh, now, yeah, especially Philly fans, right? Right, man. Yeah, you, I mean, any fan. What look for Bronze said, you know, those guys out of here. That guy right there came out of the game. He kicked a couple of people out of there. I think it was the Yeah, yeah. He comes and did it with a couple of fans. So, Bambi is just a yeah, I mean, I, I don't, I just don't hate the idea. I, I really don't. If this was a, a case where you needed Melo to be your starter or needed him to be one of the top guys, well, then that's a different conversation. But in this role, what are we talking? 10, 15 minutes max? I mean, it wouldn't be terrible. It wouldn't be an awful replacement for someone like Gallinari. But, but who do you have in mind? Do you, do you get someone else like Gallinari, a, a, a stretch big? Do you look for a secondary center? I would love, I would love to have one of the Morris brothers, and and I think uh, Junior is it Senior? Which one would be? Oh, Senior Marcus, Uh, Senior Marcus, the one that played with the Celtics before. You know, I think that he would be right at home, but I think that he was nearing. And last time I heard, he was nearing a contract with Brooklyn at that time. So so maybe the Celtics could swoop in at the last moment. And grab a guy like that because he understands the players. He understands Brad Stevens. He has some toughness, which I love. And he has the ability to knock down the three-point shot. Yeah, the toughness is what I love the most, for sure. Yeah, and then that that too, obviously the three-point shot. I mean, that that's what I think the Celtics were looking to address. Secondary scoring, but someone that can stretch the floor for you. Someone that can fit into multiple lineups, especially if Ime wants to go small. You know, if you want to put Grant at the five, you had that option. You had that weapon of, of two stretch bigs going up against opposing, you know, secondary lineups. And it's unfortunate we won't, we won't be able to see what that looks like with Gallinari in the mix. But um, let's see what, what they do, though. I, I think the Southern's address this one way or another, whether that means, um, you know, bringing in a, a free agent or do you give those minutes to someone like Grant Williams? Do you give the minutes to another guy who could uh, crack your rotation? Is he going to give – someone that that spot it'll be interesting to see because Gallinari was in this rotation I think that's the part so you definitely lose a rotation player how about this how about calling up um uh Danny Ainge he 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 got a he got a shitload of of, of things you know what that's a pretty good transition there Max well done you know with the 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 big trade that went down you've been doing it for a while huh I mean it's it's real funny Danny has gone on and he has, it is deja vu all over again. Somebody said that uh, he's gone out and uh, he's doing, he's trying to do the same thing that he did in Boston. Um, I felt like he would have kept Donovan Mitchell because truly he's one of the stars, very much like he kept Paul Pierce. Everybody else is spendable except Paul Pierce. And I thought that's what he would do with Donovan Mitchell. But when you get rid of Donovan Mitchell, You've gone down to the studs. You're going down to the nails, and you said, "Look, we can re- rebuild this thing." He has a, a, a lot of cap room. He has a lot of uh, free agents 
he's going to be able to one of these guys that can move around very much like OKC has done over the last yeah. couple of years. Uh, gather a bunch of assets, use those assets, uh, and uh, maneuver them and get different pieces. Our next partner has a product I use literally every day. This episode of Cedric Maxwell Podcast is brought to you by Athletic Greens. I started taking AG1 because I wanted a well-balanced diet and I wanted something to improve my everyday lifestyle. I didn't have the time. Wanted better gut health, more energy, optimized immune system, hated taking pills, vitamins. I wanted a supplement that actually tastes great. Wanted to see what the hype was about. All right, I know what you guys are probably guessing. What is this stuff, right? Well, with one delicious scoop of AG1, you're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source ingredients, probiotics, and aptogens to help start your day right. This special blend of ingredients supports your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, your energy, recovery, focus, and aging. All the things. An extra dose of energy is always something that can help me get through my day. And what's great about AG1 is that it's lifestyle friendly. It contains less than one gram of sugar, no GMOs, no nasty chemicals or artificial anything. While still tasting good. Support better sleep quality and recovery. It costs you less than $3 a day. You're investing in your health, and it's cheaper than that cold brew habit. Tons of people take some kind of multivitamin, and it's important to choose one with high-quality ingredients that your body will actually absorb. Athletic Greens was created when the founder experienced a ton of gut health issues and ended up on a complicated supplement routine to recover. It cost him $100 a day. He created Athletic Greens after experiencing how difficult it was to create an optimal nutrition routine on your own. Athletic Greens has over 7,000 five-star reviews and is recommended by professional athletes. Right now is the time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. It's just one scoop and a cup of water every day. That's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash Cedric. Again, that's athleticgreens.com slash Cedric to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. That's athleticgreens.com slash Cedric. You think that was the plan all along or is this something that just happened? I mean, what I mean by that is the Donovan Mitchell part. I think the plan all along was for him to come in there and rebuild. But so you don't think you don't think it was planned all along? You think he just decided? I think I think once he realized how many picks he could get after the Gobert move, it was like, well, wait a minute here. Maybe we should just reset all together. And obviously, if you're Utah, if you're the organization, you're thinking, look what the Celtics team just did. They're just coming off an NBA Finals appearance. Jalen Brown. Okay, that, that's guys. That's- who led that? Who led that rebuild? Who you organically brought up? It, it, it was the bigger reason why you you made it to the finals. And of course, Marcus Smart and all the other picks that that went down uh, when when Danny was still there. I'm Alex Rodriguez, and I'm Jason Kelly from Bloomberg. This is the Deal. Each week, you'll hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. It's tough really to get that magic going again. Uh, You know, I mean, he made some some great picks. I mean, the Rondo pick was down the line. Perk was taken way down the line. Danny's track record for picking players later, I think, have been some things that have been really good. 
Yeah, but I think that's the part that drove Celtics fans crazy the last few years. But it was just like, okay, maybe he had a few misses there. But when you look at the makes, especially the ones that were in the top five, the picks that were in the top five, where a lot of organizations or other uh, people in his position could have gone the other way, whether we're talking about drafting Markel Fultz instead of trading for Tatum. Imagine whether we're talking about, uh, you know, picking the right person in Jalen Brown instead of picking a, I don't know, Chris Dunn or, or Jamal Murray or so. And what I mean by that is not to, that's not a knock on Jamal Murray, but he picked what worked. And obviously coming off that NBA finals appearance, Tatum and Brown leading the way, you know, getting it right to draft someone like Marcus Smart, that all worked at the end. You know, that team made it to the final. They didn't win at all, but they're on a really good, they're on a really good pace to, to get back there. And he got it right. So I think if you're Utah, you're like, do the same thing here. And no, wait, 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 the 76ers, and they didn't even know it. But that's what I'm saying. But the, but his pick all along, who he wanted was Tatum. That was clearly. Oh, well, yeah, wanted. that's who he won all along. But Tatum, he didn't show his cards. Tatum he had a poker face. He had a Tatum poker was, face. Tatum it. was the, the, the best player, you know, when it came down to those three, even if you looked at it, like, okay, potentially working guys go. But, yeah, I, th- I still believe that Danny did a great job. Uh, no, that's what I'm saying. But my, my point is, Max, Philly didn't know that. If so, why make that trade? You know, you gave up a, a future first, and you gave up, you gave up uh, that pick <laughs> to get Fultz. Yeah, yeah, wait a minute. Let me let me rewind for you. When I played during the eighties, we made a move. The Celtics made a move at that time, and they traded their first round pick to Golden State mm. for Golden State's third pick in the draft. Because they and, slept on your boy. They That's took, why they took. They took at that time Joe Barry Carroll, and they end up taking um, yeah, Joe Barry Carroll and giving the Celtics the third pick and Robert Parrish. So sometimes people think they're smarter than more. I don't necessarily think that Danny's but well, they, maybe he outsmarted them. Then maybe he knew. What, you know? Well, I think what they wanted—they wanted the super scoring guard. To go along with um, with the people that they had already, with Jalen, with No, they had Jalen Bead already. So they were. Oh, you're talking about Philly? Sorry, sorry. Yeah, yeah. Philly uh, uh, scoring guard, and because of that, they were blindsided. It was blindsided. A car was coming from this way, about to hit them, and all they were doing was walking across the crosswalk. But man, how do you? I don't know, man. It's like. You pick the best player, no matter what. You pick the best player, in my opinion, right? You pick the best player, and you figure it out after that. I mean, the way the drafts have gone in the past. But see, you you think you pick the best player. Until they put on the uniform, you don't know. Yeah. You have no idea. Would you would you have taken Dwayne Wade when he'd been going early in the draft? How many people were taken before Paul Pierce dropped to the Celtics? You know, like all the candy draft. You go go back in that draft, and you look back, and you you know you don't want to go. You can go back. You can go back and just look at the history. But Dirk was in that draft. Yeah, the Celtics had the easiest pick, Max. Right before the right before the Mavericks. Listen, right before the Mavericks picked, it was okay. If they pick Paul, we get Dirk. If they pick Dirk, we get Paul. Like 
that was it. But they knew that that was the move. And they're wondering, how, why is Paul coming down? Or why is wow. he still there? Years who is projected as being the second pick in the draft dropped down to what, number 10, 11? Number 10, number 10, yeah. Dirk number went 10. nine. So, I mean, you know, you look at... And then 10 years later. Look, look at the time when uh, Joseph Forte was taken. Before Tony Parker. Celtics had a pick at that time. Yeah, that's so, true. I think that there's so many, you can look at it so many ways. And and it's in the, it's in the eyes of the beholder. You might see something and say, oh, wow, that really looks good. And then once it gets into your camp, that's true. Yeah, that's it. But what do you think of these? Uh, what do you think of the deal? All right. We've got the, the, the Cleveland Cavaliers. They're back. Ooh. If you ask me, they're back. They're a playoff team, at least. Ooh. At least, right? But they're sending over. I mean, wait, 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 Josue. They're a playoff team. And you get one of, in my opinion, you get the spider, one of the best players in the league right now. He's right, let's city. see how they work it out. All right, let's see Ooh, how they work it out. Man, Donald comes over. He changes. All right, early his. prediction then. They top five? What are, you, what, are you, what, are you, what are you putting them at? I'm going with Cleveland right now as the top five team. They already had young players already. And Garland was, you know, coming but now you get this dude. This dude's a stud. Yeah, I know. You gave up Mark Markin. You gave up uh, Colin Sexton. Markin, good. Bye. See you later. <laughs> Carlin Sexton. I like Sexton. Sexton's coming off an, a knee injury. Okay, great. None of those guys are, are Donovan Mitchell. And everybody talks about the number of picks and the assets. If you're a playoff team, what what are your picks? Yeah. 15, 16, 17? Well, they start they start they start in twenty twenty five. So we'll see what we'll see where they stand. But twenty it's twenty twenty five, twenty seven, and twenty nine. Those are the three future first. Yeah, twenty nine might look pretty good <laughs> down the road. Um, Maybe you got two pick, you got two pick pick swaps and on a uh, twenty six and twenty eight. Twenty twenty six and twenty. Well, I tell you what, Danny. I think both teams made out. Danny wanted to tear it down. Tear the house down. Burn Both teams got what they wanted. Build it over again. He has the materials right now to go out and do that. For me, if I'm Cleveland, I go out and get one of the best players right now in the league. Do you know what Donovan Mitchell would have done if he got to New York City with the Knicks? Oh, man. Did they, did they drop the ball? Did they drop the ball or what? Spike Lee would have been jumping up and down. But see, everybody <laughs> Keep these picks when you already have a, a proven commodity in a guy like that. That's but they balked. They balked, Max. They balked on it, man. Well, I okay. So the report, know. according to ESPN, right? According to sources, right? It was uh, RJ Barrett was the was the centerpiece. And um, I don't want if I'm the Knicks, I don't want to give RJ Barrett. I don't want to give him up. But so you would have balked too. You would have balked on that deal. I don't know. R.J. Barrett, that's a that's a, a healthy player who's going to be around for a while. Just signed a, you know, almost a max deal for for, yeah. for He's I good want, too. I want to build around him. Now, I would have said, if you were, if I'm with the Knicks, you can take anything else you want, including uh, Dolan, the owner of the team. Mm. But this, this kid right now, he's, he's marquee. And if you're the Knicks, you need Marquee going up against the guys of the guys in Brooklyn. Mm. 
Well, apparently Quentin Grimes was the reason why this trade didn't go down. So uh, that part's interesting. This is according to Woj. Let me say, let me get this again. <laughs> Quentin Grimes. It was it was RJ Barrett, Quentin Grimes, and three future first round picks. So they're not saying uh, uh, what year they were, but that's the that's that's the report from Woj. I'm gonna have to see who this Quentin Grimes is because maybe I I just don't know enough about him. Is he that is he a rookie coming in this year? No, he was uh, he was drafted last last year, not not two years ago, last year. So he's a second year player. And what? And I'm not giving the spider up, man. Yeah, I guess he's a he's a prospect. He's definitely not in the rotation or anything, but he's a prospect. I guess they don't want to give him up. Get the hell out of here! What? Well, he's in the rotation, but they believe in the kid. I don't know. We're talking the spider, spider Mitchell. He's averaging about 26 a game. He can kill you with a long-range jump shot. He got moves going towards the basket. He has great handles. He's strong. He's a durable player. Nah, you know, you know what this is? You know what this is, Max? This is the this is smart for the Knicks, by the way. This is smart. If I'm the Knicks, I'm putting this report out there because I want I want to I want to motivate this kid, right? This wasn't about RJ Barrett, man. We believe in you. <laughs> that's the that's the best motivation, man. They Man, Spider's not in New York because my team believes in me. That that's that's how he's going to the training camp. <laughs> and the Nick like fan, and, and how about this? The Nick fans are gonna go what? <laughs> Yo, this kid better bring it. <laughs> hey, let me let me be a Nick fan. Get the baggy here. What we could have had Spider. <laughs> we could have had Spider and Queen Grimes. What? Are you serious? Oh, come on. Come on, man. Come on. <laughs> come on. <laughs> come on. Come on. Come on. I want to see, that. I wanna see that matchup. I want to see that matchup. They're going to be comparing oh. themselves to that team, to that oh, Cleveland okay. team. This episode of the Cedric Maxwell Podcast brought to you by BetOnline.ag. Football is back, and BetOnline is your number one source for all your football betting needs and sports info this season. Find all of the latest football odds, news, and game matchups, including this year's opening week's games. BetOnline is your continued source for all your wagering information, including live betting, free concerts, and live scores. Always the fastest and easiest to bet on all your favorite sports and events, including MLB, MMA, tennis, boxing, and even golf. Head to betterline.ag to join and receive your 100% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Make sure you use the promo code CLNS50 to receive your rewards. It's BetOnline, where the game starts. You believe in this team, though. Cleveland is up there for you now. Cleveland has made a quantum move. They already have, you know, young dynamic players there. And you add a veteran, not a veteran, but you you add an all-star to your mix. Who is... By the way, still in his prime. Absolutely. This it's a it's a no brainer, no brainer for me at all. You know, and, and that's well, it looks like you'll be making some more trips to Cleveland, man. We might, uh, we might even get a playoff matchup. Oh, please don't do that. <laughs> the the Ritz Carlton in Cleveland is a beautiful place to stay. That's the best part. That's the best part of the trip. Uh, and my cousin lives there. You ain't uh, never visit that guy. Let me be like never like, visit your cousin. Let me let me do. No, I always see my cousin when I go there. But let me be. No, like, no, but you won't just go uh, an independent trip, right? You're not going out there to, to kick it with your cousin, right? 
No, no. Let me let me do like Joaquin Noah would do. He said, "Have you ever seen somebody get the family going? Yo, let's get up. Let's go on vacation. Let's go to Cleveland." Is that what? Joaquin Noah years ago. Oh my God, that's so true though. It was terrible. Like if your boy, if your boy's like, "Yo, I can't wait for this weekend. I'm going going on this trip." But we had yo, yo, Cleveland, man. No one's saying that. <laughs> no one's saying that. I'm good. Can we move to wedding someplace else? Yeah, you know, you'll hear sure. DC. You'll hear Chicago. You never hear someone say Cleveland. <laughs> Cleveland's just not uh, not my cup. I just say this: it's not my cup of tea. Hotel's great. The arena actually is close to the. Uh, uh, to the hotel, all those things work for me. But just living in Cleveland itself, I wouldn't, I wouldn't pick that city. You know, the last time I was out there was was, was Gordon Hayward's debut. I haven't, I, CLNS hasn't sent me back there since. So Ooh, that it's was, been a while since these guys. Uh, me. Man, just what what could have been? That's mm. all you think. You know what's, what? you know what's interesting too, Max. Uh, a few days ago was the anniversary of the press conference when they introduced the Celtics introduced Gordon Hayward and Kyrie Irving as members of the Celtics. <laughs> Completely different time, huh? My God, man, you you think of it? I think that that was the toughest coaching job for Brad. It was too much talent. It was sure. just too many. Too, he couldn't. He could never get into a rotation of who he wanted to play, and, yeah. and, and then you had Tatum and Brown. They wanted to play. And, uh, I'll never forget the shoot-around before that game where the press was swarming Kyrie as he got ready, putting his shoes on everything. There was one media member next to Jason Tatum. Wow. It's unbelievable. Like, the attention he got. And this is good for Tatum, looking back on it. You know, this was good because he was able to see everything in terms of how he handled the media, how Kyrie handled the media, and the, the ins and outs of how uh, they, they'll love you when you're playing well. They'll talk bad about you when you're playing. I, I, I thought that was an eye-opening experience for Tatum as a young uh, rookie coming into the game for someone who's now one of the best scorers in the NBA. I mean, it's incredible. That was five, that was five years ago. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Tatum has obviously done a, a magnificent job. Arguably the best score in the NBA. I don't know who I don't know who talked to him about that picture he took with uh, Draymond Green in the amphitheater. I, I, I would have backed up on that one a little bit. But, you know, after the what was it? Somebody got married or birthday party? What? The, what I don't think anyone's having a better summer than 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 Jason Tatum. Man, he's gonna he's gonna okay. rub it his summer forever. Man, he he, he had the summer. You think he had with LeBron and over the Seattle or someplace when they played in the summer league game when eleven trades or something? Oh yeah, the uh, the Seattle Pro Pro. This, this is a this you know as great as he is. This is a big year for him because what people are going to look back look back on is his his when can we his disappointing performance during the NBA Finals. That's fair. I don't think I don't think anybody can argue that. 
And so because of that, people are going to be looking to see where he's going to go. People are going to also be trying to attack him in that way, way Andrew Wiggins. So, yeah, for I mean, sure. I mean, that's why I'm I'm not surprised to see him have this kind of summer, but I, I do I, – I can't wait to see how he's going to respond on the court because it's – looking back on it, let's just say hypothetically, this team doesn't get back to the final and, and things end. People are going to look back at the, in this summer. They're going to say, well, how much did that loss really affect him? You know, and then they're going to question him. And, look, I'm not one of those people. I, I, my, my mindset is you handle the offseason – the way you think is best for you. If that's the best way, then okay. If you say it's not after the fact, I'm going to believe you. But if that's what you needed to do, if that's your way of relaxing, or if that's your way of rejuvenating you, then so be it. We'll have to wait and see the, see the result. But it, it was a, a little surprising to me, but not so much that he's he's been out and about so much with, with players that beat him in the finals. You know, hanging out with the guys that beat you in the finals. You would never, Max. You would never. And look, that's that's you though, right? And then, I'm, you know what? A bad guy that's guy. why I got... Joe Sway, that's why I got my head down, okay? You know, sometimes the best thing, as your dad would say, is to say nothing. Mike Gorman's father, the great Mike Gorman, I love him. He always gave this quote that his father gave him. He said, Mike, never miss an opportunity to say nothing. <laughs> and, that, and that is like one of the lines that goes so far. But, no, I, I, I just don't... Mm. Playing, playing against, against the guy, the guy I'm just coming up, up with a guy beat me in the finals. Don't want to do it. That's tough, right? The wouldn't do it. Yeah. Do it. The photo ops, nothing. Huh? I, will I will not. not I hear you. I green eggs in the account. No, I will not. I will not. I will not. I won't do it on the bus. I won't do it on the train. I won't do it on the train. I will you should make a Tatum version of that. <laughs> Things you wouldn't do after losing the finals. You need to, you need to ride someplace? Nah, dog. I'm, I'm good. Hey, take my phone, you know, Uber or wherever you need. And I understand some of these guys. But still, but the competitiveness to be playing against somebody, against somebody. Mm. Just, and take them hit. That's tough. I can't I mean, imagine. I mean, we had, we had John Randy had had the last game, last game. <laughs> and he and I have been doing after the game. Mm-hmm. And, and so go to say, and he said, "Okay, we got to get the camera." I'm like, "Hell no!" They got a stage on the parquet right now. I'm not doing no damn camera. That's what you said. <laughs> Man, they put that stage together quick. Oh, Max, I didn't know they do it like that. Jeez, that's the competitive side of me that that comes out like. So you know me, it was a, it was last year's finals, finals and, and your camera had me more tired than anything. Reporter work, Max. Reporter work, okay? <laughs> Reporter work. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but what happened after that? What happened? You got one-on-ones with Gary Payton. Yeah, one-on-one. I got one-on-one. With you? I got, I got more heat. And more people are talking to me about. Yeah. I, 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 I probably will go into the new years. 
hope I can go into this new year a lot more quiet and a lot more subdued. <laughs> I probably would have grabbed Della Shrimp that was right behind uh, Payton if, if E40 didn't pull up. I'm like, what the? That's the last thing I thought was going to happen. You know what my favorite part of that is? You know what my favorite part? And I, I forgot to mention this, yo. And some people noticed it, some people did it, yo. Yo, he took my mic. Like, he took the mic and started talking back. But I'm like, yo, that's 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 back in, you know, call that's that's sports journalism one-on-one. You never let someone grab the mic. Man. Like, once that, the mic's out of your hand, you're no longer in control. And I was like, oh, who, who, took, who, who took the mic? E-40? E-40. E-40. I was like, yo, this ain't a concert, man. Give me my mic back. What are you doing? It's like, my oh, guy. My I guy. Like, I, like I was so came, uncomfortable. I like how you I was came super uncomfortable. Yo, man, I want you to meet E-40. Who? Ooh, ooh, ooh. <laughs> I mean, I mean, he's famous out there in Cali, yeah. and maybe he's famous here. In, but for my my generation, E forty ain't n- n- nobody out here knows E forty like. E forty's <laughs> not slapping in in North Carolina. No, not so much. <laughs> no, it's it's down here in Charlotte. It's the baby. Oh yeah, yeah. The baby is the one kicking down here in Charlotte. Well, he wasn't kicking, and uh, he's not bumping in New Orleans. I think it was. I forget where it was, but uh, a report came out that he, he canceled his concert because only like it was it was low ticket sales or something. So he's been in the news for that. But yeah, Ooh, the baby, no, no, the, the baby, the baby. Wow. <laughs> yeah, but that was another town though, North Carolina. Oh yeah, he would sell out for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's you funny. know, back, would you call you know, him WB forty or something? I was dying. You know, I back in the day, uh, just when you you were young and. You had your T-shirt and you were swinging around your head like a helicopter. And you had hey, Pablo. Pablo. <laughs> Yo, that takes me back. Charles own PD Pablo. That's where he's from North Carolina. You oh, was into God. that. Oh, man, good times. That took me back, man. I forgot yeah. about that. Yeah, North Carolina got a couple. They got a handful of rappers. Well, J. Cole, one of my favorite rappers is from is from uh, North Carolina. Yeah, yeah. That's what's so, up. Yeah, I mean, it, but, yeah, this, it was a, it was uh it was a great year for the Celtics. It was a lot of media attention that I didn't think I was going to get, you know, me being on the stage to give them the trophy. And, uh, about the That's when it started. That's kind of when it started. Yeah. Some woman later on said, asked my boy Lester Connor, said, was, was Maxwell drunk when he got there? He got up on that. It's like no, I was just happy. Max. That's what that is. That yeah. happy, you waited happy. for this for a long ass time. Yeah, who have been, who have been in the batter's box for about three or four different times when the Celtics were losing for like thirteen years? You've been in that batter's yeah. box. Man. Yeah, been in the batter's box. <laughs> oh man, you crushed it though. How about them Celtics? Yeah. Get, How about the T-shirts? How about them damn Celtics? Excuse me, damn Celtics in yeah. caps. Yeah. I gotta get, I gotta get that that T-shirt. We gotta give those out too, man. We gotta give, yeah, give we those will. out. I tell you what, we'll, we'll give them out to the we'll, in our grab bag. Uh, if we get some people who right now who are um, fans, send us a uh, um, address. We'll get some T-shirts. You heard him. Let's do it. Okay. Just for just for listening to us and subscribing. That's what yeah. you get. Yeah. We're being on. Good. We keep it on the what? We keep it on a hundred. <laughs> that's all we say. And that's somebody right. asked me the other day. Somebody was talking about our podcast, and they said, "You told them. You told the fans to go out and ask some black person 
What does that mean? Keeping on the hunt? <laughs> oh, yeah, at the end of the episode. <laughs> and if you don't know, go you ask don't black know, You don't know, you better ask somebody. <laughs> Keep on the damn go to, go to the first black person you know and ask what that means. <laughs> yeah, what does that mean, man? Keeping on the honey. What? Well, you don't know, keeping on the honey. Max was told with that. There you go. There you go. And you got to say it that way, though. You, you, oh, you, you got to. You can't, can't, you can't walk up to somebody and go, what does keep it on the 100 meters? <laughs> Excuse me, sir. What does keep it on 100? <laughs> I'm looking like, what? what do you mean? But if you say, yo, you need to keep it on the 100, you go, oh, yeah. Oh, that means keep it, on, keep it a buck. Keep, you know? keep it real. <laughs> Keeping it real, damn it. Keeping it real. I remember one time someone was like really serious about something. I forget what it was. Some conversation I have with, with an old friend of mine, he goes, yo, listen, man, yeah, I'm going to keep it. He looked around, he was like, yeah, I'm going to keep it on a thousand. I was like, whoa, man, what are you about to say right now? This is a thousand? You, you about to confess something? What do you, what you do? Like, whoa. <laughs> That's the first time I ever heard someone say that. I was like. Are you coming? When he does like this, are you about to come out or something? <laughs> <laughs> like, or something, some kind of shocking news. I'm like, what do you got? What you got, dog? What you, what you, what like, he doesn't want anybody listening. He's like, what, 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 what are you coming at with this? I mean, I'm keeping you, this know who, you know who killed Kennedy? Or, you know, who, <laughs> yeah, killed, right? who killed Tupac? Do I, do I want to know? Is it best Is it best if I don't know this? Like, yeah, what are you about to say, right? Keep that to yourself, dog. Keep that to yourself. Oh, man. But everybody, hey, have a great, great weekend. Technically, the summer's not over. Remember that. But everyone enjoy Labor Day weekend. Hit up the cookout, get that plate, whatever it is that makes you feel like you're in the best moment of the summer, do it, all right? Because, you know, the weather will change in a couple of weeks. The summer may not do, be done, but yeah. the weather's going to change for sure. Do it. Like have it. a great time. And, and a little tidbit, I might have a little call then to Mr. Danny Ainge, and I'm going to find out if we can get him on Zoom with us just to Ooh. see what he thinks okay. about topics, what he, what's, what's going on in the league. And we might be able to get something going on there. So uh, anyway, you guys keep it real. We'll holler back at you later.